Ja, sag mal. Fuck Das ist aber klappe sehr schade so. I think I got the black, black lung. lung. Yep. <laughs> I got the black lung pop. <laughs> okay, so um, introduce yourselves. I am uh, JK Rolling Paper. And that would be Mary Jane Austen. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> um, the amazingness of your names are probably, like, uh, going to be the funniest joke of this podcast. <laughs> and so. I believe that both of our namesakes would approve. I agree. Especially mine. Yeah, Did she smoke especially. weed? I'm sure she would never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. But you never know. You never can tell. I like to, I like to think about people that I like. And like, would they smoke weed? Like back in the day, right? Like, if it was accessible, if they had yeah. the money, like, would no, they get know, down? Would that be how they got down? You know that fucking Kitty and Lydia got the fuck down. The Bennets, the youngest yeah. Bennets. I thought you said Lydia Kitty and Lydia, <laughs> right. and I was like, that's goddamn obnoxious, right? And you know who sold it to him was Mister Fucking Willie. <laughs> I was thinking that, like, you know, Mr. Wiggins, like, bringing blunts, and she's like, oh, this is my shit. I'm going to run off of this, Oh, shit, I said Willoughby. That sense of sensibility. But he's just as shitty. Right. Just as much of a fucking dog. Exactly. Okay, so, um, on our first episode of Ripped Recollections, brought to you by J.K. Rolling Papers, and, uh, Mary Jane Austen. This was their idea, and it was too great to not do. Um, it's like a version of drunk history, uh, except we're going to talk about literary topics, which sounds amazing. So our first topic today uh, was who is the better hero, Odysseus or Beowulf? Beowulf. Right. <laughs> I think we see... Where MJ stands. Okay, over the, here. I'm just gonna go with the first thing that came to mind okay. when I thought about this. Okay, which is um, one of them took a long time to get something accomplished. I right. know, right? Like some, some people say might say long. a long, <laughs> too long. Some people might. Say, I'm not saying you know I would say that, but some people right definitely have right. I think when you um, have the gods against you, it's a little bit more difficult than just you don't want to get home. I mean, wouldn't you say, though, that probably... I mean, Beowulf had, like, a monster against him. A few. Uh, so uh, did yeah, Odysseus. You're right. you're right. Who had the most foes? Odysseus. Odysseus, but, like, why did Odysseus have the most foes? Because he was a douchebag. He, a he's, proud ass. Oh, and Beowulf's not proud. No, Beowulf's Unferth is like you can't proud. even do that shit. And he's like, uh, actually, I've already done a fucking shitload he of stuff can't help like this. Okay, 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 okay. How about how about yes, you kill the Cyclops. Yes, you kill Polyphemus. Beowulf would not go out there and be like, Hey, Poseidon, it was me. <laughs> 
killed your son. Right. Me. <laughs> Odysseus from Ithaca. Right. You should punish anybody. Yeah. Make sure it is I. And if there's anyone to be pissed at, it's this guy. Who has like, two thumbs and wants like, to be pissed at? Me. Maybe just save your man and go home. Yeah, now, Maybe if we want to go with how many men lost. Who's yeah. waiting for you? Waiting for, for, for ever. And, yeah, uh, but an an epic story, okay, here's the thing. An epic story, the the main character has to have a struggle, or who gives a shit? Like, literally, the, if there's no conflict, which I find that problem with Beowulf, what's the worst conflict? He gets old, and then, you know, he dies because there's a dragon? No, some of that is pride, because he been king for, like, 50 fucking years. There's no fucking way he should have fought a dragon. You know what I'm saying? So is that not pride? No. <laughs> it's not. It wasn't a matter of pride. It was, I gotta say, I gotta help my people. I'm their king. I'm their leader. He, I gotta fight for my people. He's too... I don't want to say too perfect, but part of being an epic hero is having a flaw. He swam underwater for five <laughs> goddamn days. <laughs> Only to fight a monster. And then swim again <laughs> for five more days. I, I to, do to go back on the land and breathe air. On like who's got the cooler bed? Odysseus. Right. Odysseus has the cooler bed. Right. Like, he right. sleeps in but a more like, baller fashion. Let's yeah. You be sleep, real here. And Beowulf sleeps on like a full floor in a great hall right. for the most of it. Right. And at best after that, because he don't like need that shit. He well, I mean. Odysseus doesn't need it, obviously, because he goes for, like, over a decade, or two decades, really, without having it. I mean, it's not like he needs it, but it's some shit he built with his own hands. Okay. Out of a tree that was already ruined. But Beowulf had a better sidekick. It It was probably his wife's idea, because I think she had a real G of his story. Who was raising the babies while he's out getting fucked by a bunch of sirens? Mm-hmm. Right. And well, what's her face? What's the old bitch you turned his the, into? The, the okay, so there's only mm-hmm. one bitch he got up yep. with. Okay. <laughs> so he was tempted by Calypso for like a decade. For like a decade. But, that's a, but the thing is, is she trapped him there. He was tempted in like a... But he wanted to go home. So like half of his journey is being stuck in this... She, he, she's a fucking sea witch. Like... Can a man kill Ursula? No. Okay, by the they way. They did with the boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, but can just. No. Prince Eric in the Disney. The win. In the right. Disney. Yeah. Right. We're Disney. following Disney canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also. That's fair. Um, <laughs> at, uh, before the end of this, we have to get into my Beauty and the Beast problem. Yes, because it's strange. It's really weird. I've got a really big problem with this. So we'll okay. check in at the end. Okay, back to Beowulf versus Odysseus. So, if you put two in a pit, who do you think would win? Beowulf. He's physically stronger. Okay, so this is my same issue. The same issue I have um, is applied to the superhero universe, I think. And it could help me metaphorically, all right? So, Beowulf is kind of like a Superman. He doesn't have any faults, really, and there's not even really any kryptonite um, when it comes to He's his physicality. A perfect being. <laughs> and that's the problem. I'm not asking for an epic to be realistic. Right. Okay, like, that's dumb. That, that's no, no written word is realistic. It, it's, all, it's all a word version of something that did or did not happen. It's a... Yeah, um, it's like, it's, 
any written word is just a version. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's no way. But right. so I'm not asking him to be realistic. I'm just asking him to be somewhat relatable. It's like why you can't super get into stories about just the gods. It's like, yeah, but they can do whatever they want. It's right. easier to like people remember stories of demigods. But that and people that had a If the argument is who is the most relatable hero, then I could say Odysseus. Yeah. But if we're talking about who's just a more badass hero, it's <laughs> fucking <laughs> I think physicality is a part of being a hero. Physicality, physically speaking, yeah. Beowulf ripped the arm off of a monster. Yeah. <laughs> With his own fucking With, hands. Yeah, not like machine or tricked him into getting caught. And I heard he, he was naked when it happened. So, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of amazing. You're so. at your most vulnerable and you can still like rip He like Viggo Mortensen, the monster... You know, in that movie, uh, Eastern Promises, where he's Hell naked. Hell yeah, that's just And awesome. he gets everybody's ass. In the, in the yeah. fucking bathhouse. You know who also fought and defeated a monster? Odysseus. <laughs> but yeah, he wasn't okay. naked when it no. happened. Who's alive at the end of the story, okay? Like, oh, like you have wounded her. But if I mean, your aim was to ages, hit her though, heart bullseye. It's not comparable because of their ages. I mean... Beowulf goes off and defeats two monsters and then goes back to his homeland and rules for a while. And Odysseus' struggle is 20 years. Like, that's a life for but people. But then, like, but think about how old... But still, Beowulf is older at the end of his story, so you can't you can't make that argument, I don't feel like. Because at the end of Odysseus' story, he's not as old as Beowulf is at the end of Beowulf's story. All right, I got a question. How many kids they got? Um, Odysseus has one child. His name is Telemachus. And I don't know. Then I, I feel like Odysseus is a loser because who raising his baby while he's out getting tempted for ten years by yep. this bitch, or maybe tempted by this dude for ten years? Yep. Who knows? He almost just getting eaten trying to drink the wife. wife. Yeah, maybe he just picked a better wife. Like, like why be wife? Better come back. Right. She's probably all great and like looking like shit. And he's been out there looking at these beautiful goddesses yep. or these sea witches. And she's like, oh, I'm, to- I'm sure he totally wants me now. Yeah. I'm just yeah. raised his fucking just, kid. You know, his kid doesn't even know him. He probably has issues She'd with been like. turning down men left and right. Yeah. And then like kind of getting trapped by one of them mm-hmm. and having, having to, to be smart enough. Yeah. That's some Game of Thrones shit. Right. Okay. Game of Thrones Thrones shit would definitely be a Beowulf shit. So, so should the real yeah. argument be Odysseus versus <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm with her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hashtag, I'm with her, and we mean Penelope. <laughs> but also Hillary, I feel myself there too, so. I think that Beowulf, in the same way Superman is untouchable, makes him a difficult superhero to relate to. Right. Beowulf, being this untouchable being, is much closer to reading the more ancient mythology that was just stories about the gods where it's like this is this happened yeah, and then this awesome. happened and now there's a tree or now right. there's this thing that yeah. happens or now there's winter because so for it's 78 like, the seasons, who's better know? superman or batman like right totally different for totally well, different batman, reasons yeah. to me is not necessarily a yeah, I don't. I don't feel that way about Superman. He's an alien. I think he's that Spider-Man a is he's a better alien. superhero. He wouldn't be so super if his planet hadn't died and there was just a lot more of him. Yeah, right. He wouldn't be so super. He would right, just be exactly. one of those aliens. Mm-hmm. So that's just my opinion. I on agree. Him. Bruce Wayne makes an effort to be super, so I think that right. makes him super. <laughs> but I think that in in my maybe more stringent definition, 
to be a superhero. He's a comic book hero, and he's an awesome right. dude, you know. If he, but to be a superhero, you have to have a superpower. Right. You know, just like comic books can be about fables, which is one I read and it rules. But, um, like, the, it, they can be about lots of things, not just right. superheroes. He, he falls into that category because he was conceived during that time when they were, like, doing superhero after one. But he doesn't, he's just a man with a lot of money and resources and dedication. Yeah. I'm not saying mm-hmm. he's not a cool dude. But Peter Parker, as much as Spider-Man's not my favorite franchise. Oh, I hate him so I know, much. right? He's so, the worst character to read in a comic book ever. But like, boo-hoo, get over it. Peter Parker, <laughs> though. That's just so much. Boo-hoo. Someone like that, not necessarily him, but in the more, you know, memorable comic book heroes. He is a regular dude that was, you know, to... To the, be made extraordinary. Yeah, and... So he had extra human abilities. Right. Like, so you, you have to have, like, you but can't be regular But he deals with human. them as a human who was had that forced upon them. So right. that makes him relatable. Like, okay, would mm-hmm. I deal with it the same way? Right. You know, would I be a superhero or is that something extra I would not be as do? emo as Superman. Right. I mean, Spider-Man, like, I just, what bothers me the most about him is, I'm sorry, I can't climb walls, but, you know, bad shit happened to me, too, yeah, so right? fucking get over it, right. and you're a superhero now, you got shit to do. Yeah. Like, you can't just whine about shit all the time and be a smartass. Like, you're either crying or saying something shitty to somebody. Right. Like, could you just Why, shut up? Super wise cracking, but yeah. also... Can we just recognize like... who the best one is? And it might be a little obvious for me to say this, uh, but... Thor? Oh, Thor, yeah. Well, yeah. Well... He's a demigod, though, so I don't see how he doesn't just kill everybody. Ever. Ever. Thor is really only a god because he lives, like, way longer than us. I mean, it's not... I mean, he's the... He's he, the it's he only a god because we made He can him. wield uh, Mjolnir, Mjolnir yeah, and, and no, and one, no else one else can. can, so he's super in that in that way. Yep. That's true. So. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a... A stud. Totally. <laughs> right. And I like how much of, like, of a bro he is, even though, like, I fucking hate bro culture. Right. But, like, Thor's broness cracks me up. I like how he has his own font in the comics. Yeah. Like, how they make an effort to make his look like he's talking, like he's very from another, like, like, he's from Asgard. Like, it's totally different. Yeah. And it's very, yeah. like, Thor and... You can't take it seriously because you kind of feel like it's a joke. There was one that I loved where Asgard came down to Earth and landed in somewhere in, like, I don't know, like, the square states in the middle. Okay. One of those. Good. And uh, they had, like, a mailbox, and it was, like, one Asgard lane. <laughs> and, like, they didn't have, like, indoor plumbing, and so they had to go to a city council meeting so to talk like about it. Wyoming. It was great. It was a, I mean, it, was it sounds like... the state of Wyoming. Yes. Yeah, it probably sounds like the most boring... <laughs> thing for Thor to do. I just enjoyed watching him do it. Yeah. Like, living like the rest of us, going to city council meetings to bitch about your, the indoor plumbing you don't have on Asgard. (laughs) (laughs) He cute. Okay, so, back to Beowulf uh, versus Odysseus. I kind of feel like, I don't know, like, I kind of feel like maybe, I don't like Odysseus as a person. So I feel like my judgment is a little bit off. I don't like him because, like, I feel like... I feel like he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Are you supposed to feel that way about him? I mean, I do. 
Did he? Did he have a sidekick? I feel the same way about Beowulf, though. I feel like he's kind of like a Wiglef was like a really cool psychic or sidekick. Wasn't that his name, Wiglef? Wiglef. I've heard Wigilof yeah. and all the Wigilof? all Yeah. I okay. Cool. That's good because I've been saying it. Really it's like W I G E L A F. Yeah. I think why it it could literally be. Anything. I always thought he was supposed to be like this little shrimpy like like stupid kid and then in the movie that they did he was the dude from the village uh august nicholson in the village maybe his last name's chris maybe his name's christopher nicholson in real life anyway (laughs) and he was like this big dude and he was like uh the dude from lord of the rings with the hammer that's oh like gimli yeah that's what he looked like in the cartoon that they did or the cgi movie and so it totally fucked me like in my brain I couldn't figure it out. In my brain. It fucked me in my brain right here. In my brain holes. So, I don't know. I, 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 like, I like Beowulf more as a person. I imagine when Odysseus walks around town, he, like, struts. But he doesn't. At the end, he comes back a beggar, and he's abused. And at the beginning, that would have been some shit. Oh, like, when he's good. yelling to Polymethus, or... Am I even fucking saying right? Polyphemus. Polyphemus, yeah. I was like, mm. I remember the first time. That sounds weird. I remember the first time I heard that because all of my teachers had always said Polyphemus. Yeah. And then someone said That's Polyphemus, and I was like, it might have been a movie. It might have been the movie, and I was just like. I think the Amanda Sante says Polyphemus. I love it's that awesome. version. Is that the one where they, like, so, like they, they, there's a lot of nipple play? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do I you was like, should we be watching this? Yeah. Is this? Like, it really yeah. weirded me out. There was a lot of, like, girls rubbing dudes' nipples. And I remember <laughs> thinking, in my teenage brain, just figuring out sex, is that something I'm supposed to be doing? Right. Like, do, do you guys like that? Yeah. They don't, most of them. No. I right. feel they, they don't. don't. So, just say no. If you're a kid listening to this, yeah, yeah right. Don't trust Odysseus. So, you shouldn't be listening to this, anyways. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I feel like Odysseus, maybe not in the entirety of his life, but spent a great deal of time strutting <laughs> around, being a badass, and, you know, being proud about it and shit. But, like, Beowulf comes in and he's like, look, y'all. I can fix your problem. I just can't. I just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm the strongest dude there is. There's, there's, it's stating a fact. Right. I am the strongest I think person he takes there it is. As a I challenge. already owe you a debt because you helped out my dad. So please let me handle this problem for you. And then he does. See, it's not like they contacted Beowulf and they were like, hey, <laughs> no. bro, we hear that he you're awesome. Like, he's not like Cage where he's like, you know, what is yeah, it? Yeah, I saw the trailer for that. I haven't seen any of it yet. But we the watched the first episode last night. Mm, stop. So good. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it was good. Um, <laughs> but she built some kind of way about it. Yeah, I do feel some ways about it. It was um, delightful on a lot of levels. But um, I feel like, okay, so especially I'm going to get a little bit like, you know, nerdy with this shit. Okay, in like the history of storytelling during the time of the Odyssey, okay, it everybody nobody they're static characters Mm -hmm. nobody has learned a lesson or moved on or you know changed in any way by the end of it and in this story not only does Odysseus does it because he's a smart man and sees the value of changing when you're shitty like you know being shitty to your wife or being proud but his son Telemachus goes through a maturation you know what I mean like a it's like his little mini Bildungsroman or Mm -hmm. however you know um, but I feel like, like he grew up to make his own form of math 
because that sounds like a class you would take. I'm, <laughs> right. I'm taking telemetry. I'm telemetry. Or whatever his name is. But, and the Odyssey precedes Beowulf by like 1,500 years or some shit. It's like from the time Jesus was born to the time of like the Dark Ages, like that's the span of time difference and they're already having these complex complex characters and then we get to this like old English shit years and years later when they've already studied you know the Odyssey and it's just like he's flat he's always perfect we get it he's gonna win or he's gonna die gloriously and still defeat the dragon but die and you know we get it and it's not it's not interesting to me there's no conflict and that's and I that's I understand but that's not the argument Okay, in in my um, stoned, like, complete, brilliant mind, <laughs> and I'm, I mean, I'm working on all cylinders here. Right, they're, they're going. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at both of you, and I'm realizing that, like, okay, like, personally for me, I enjoy the Odyssey more as a story than I do Beowulf as a, as a story. I like Beowulf more than I do Odysseus, so it's a little, I, I like a little bit of both, but, like... Your outlooks on, like, life and people are much reflected in your personality <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like, so, so it's like, like, Elizabeth, you're like, but factually speaking, and by these rules that we have laid forth, He's definitely the better one. And Emily's like, but we're not talking about rules. We're talking about outside the box. And it's, it's really great. So I think that um, who wins in the fight? I think we do. Yeah, right. uh, I think we all, we all win. do. But I, I can't pick a winner out of... I yeah, mean, I, I mean what cool. I would like to see is someone make a, um, like a computer program to make up what they would actually look like and be like and then make them fight each other at like the peak of their... like. The, what was that show? Like the uh, ninjas the war, versus yeah, Vikings or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, Vikings would beat everyone. Most of it. And, um, <laughs> True. It Ragnar. specifically, Ragnar would kill everybody. Ragnar Lothbrok. Yeah. But like... <laughs> um, so, but yeah. I'd like to see, like, a like a CGI battle between the two of them. Just, like, some gritty, punching the fuck out of each other. Yes. Just really it angry. It would be awesome. It'd be great just to settle it. Be a little one-sided. <laughs> But what if Odysseus has, like, his wife with him, and she's like, um, you should go over there and, like, poison their water so whenever they drink it, they're, like, dead. Because she's super smart. Right. So, like, what yeah, if... if you bring Penelope into the mix, it changes Yeah. Right, but what if strength and killing someone is not the thing that makes <laughs> someone a better man? I'm just saying. It's not as a better man. What if it's, like, one of those, like, the test from, like... A kung fu master thing where you have to go through like you have to jump on the little logs that are stuck vertically and you have to jump oh, on those and then cool. you have to go through all of these things and then you have to realize that the key is somewhere that's impossible to get to without doing some kind of like problem solving yeah. like things so you have to use your brain too really i guess if we had them go through it shouldn't one of be those. several rounds yeah yeah that'd be awesome we need to have like the power to do this Right. Mm-hmm. Where are my programmers at, y'all? Right. Blessyheartpodcast at gmail.com. But that, that would be great, just to put a bunch of different, like, like who would the next two be? Like, hmm. big litter. What I would like to see is, like, two dudes from, like, Jane Austen books fight each other because... 
Exactly. Ugh. It would be like one of them throws a handkerchief on the ground right. and the I other one's like, good sir! I, I slap say. somebody with a glove. Yeah. They're like in their badminton clothes. She's like, I have to go change into my fighting, <laughs> my scarring pants. We, we do it, Don. Yeah. I, I think I gotta say, though, that whatever the matchup, Colonel Brandon makes it to the end and then wins. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's that's it. Maybe it, I bet the final fight is Colonel Brandon and Colonel Fitzwilliam. Yeah, okay, yeah. I could see that. And then Colonel Brandon would win. But, but still, Colonel Brandon would win. Just so we know. But they're playing Clue. And it's a very new concept to them. So neither of them are going to be very good at it. Uh, or they could be really good at it. They might be really good at Clue, yeah. actually. Yes, I would imagine. Yeah. They'd be like, for my deductive reasoning, I've looked through. That's how I imagine they all talk. Right. In my head. You know who I bet's really good at Clue? Is um, Mr. Collins. I was, I was thinking Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Which is like a little bit more literal. That's what he does. I was like, oh, Sherlock Holmes. Kind of what those stories are. Technically, you're right. Yeah, I think he he would probably though. I feel like want to play some other shit. Be like, Mr. Collins. I'd like to play some cribbage. No, she doesn't want to do that. She doesn't want to do that. I learned this game from Lady Catherine. <laughs> we played in Lady Catherine's parlor. Rosings. Stop. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, okay. Before we wrap this up, um, Beauty and the Beast. Okay, hit me. Yeah, yeah. we were gonna get okay. back to this. It's a conundrum. I've been watching it a lot with my daughter. It just came out of the Disney vault, exactly. which is some bullshit because they're just keeping the Lion King from me because they're going to make a live action version of it now. What? And they're waiting to release it before. And I know your games, Disney. Yeah, it's fucked up. How is Don't that you dare be... take Hercules away from me. How is that going to be live action? I mean, I saw I saw the Jungle Book, and it was really good. That so not, I heard it was like pretty not, dead on. It was like, like, it, was like it was really good. Like, so like that. Tarzan's different. So that's not really live action. Yes, yeah, exactly. It's not going to be live action. I think it's going to be like all CGI, see, okay, CGI animals. Okay. But still, like, Leave I don't alone. need to see that. I don't need unless it's going to be the same cast. Like, don't give me a new. <laughs> get Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Don't give me a new Mufasa and don't give me a new Scar. Yeah, fuck off if with Nathan that noise. Yes. not in there. Get yeah. the fuck out. Who's gonna? No, you can't. Oh, I didn't even think about Timon and Pumbaa. That's fucked right. up. If you just no. have different voices, get out. That'd be like making Aladdin Pandora, right now. Pandora like yeah. every day, yeah. like for real. Uh, when I'm trying to get through the afternoon, I'm like something that's gonna maybe it's, not kill people. Yeah, I listen to it more than. Do you guys know that Tommy Chong yeah. is supposed yes, to be the maybe. hyena that Whoopi Goldberg was? What? He's in yeah. Zootopia, and he's That's one of on my Netflix favorite now. parts. But yeah, it was going to be Tommy Chong, and then he was like, That's nah. great. And then, <laughs> we and then Whoopi Goldberg was like, yeah, dog, I'll yeah, do it. I, what? We watched him on, a, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right? He was on Hot Ones um, from First We Feast on YouTube, and uh, the guy, Sean Evans, who's doing the interview, he's asking him about The Lion King, and he's like, all right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to show you a clip from The Lion King, and I'm going to give you the lines <laughs> that the hyena says, and say it like you would if you were the hyena. And he didn't change his voice at all. <laughs> he was just like, uh, yeah, we need to go get Mufasa. <laughs> 
Well, he in Zootopia. I don't know if you've seen it. Seen it a bajillion times already. Um, the he plays a water buffalo at a naturalist place for animals. So like okay. he's standing behind a desk and they're asking him questions, and then he walks out from behind the desks and 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 he doesn't have any clothes on over his fur and they're like oh my god and he's like we're a naturalist club and it like shimmies his hips at her and it cracks me up so bad then like the doors open and it's a bunch of animals just doing really awkward stretches without any clothes on like a leopard's like licking its legs seductively it's so weird it's like so great they're doing yoga and it's like animals butts it's so awesome right Beauty beauty and the beast tell me about it okay so Disney classic. In the movie, it says, at the beginning, it says that it, the curse would take hold until his 21st year. He would have to find someone to love, that he had to love, that loved him in return, and within, or before his 21st year, or he would stay like the beast forever. Then, in Be Our Guest, Lumiere says, 10 years we've been resting. Which leads me to believe that that haggard-ass bitch at the beginning... Just put a curse on an 11-year-old boy who wouldn't let a creepy-looking old lady into his house. Because, obviously, he's an orphan. Where the fuck are his parents? Right. Did he eat them? Right. Are we going to talk about that? Are we going to talk about how there's broken furniture everywhere, and are those the his his servants that he's killed over the years? Right. Is that happening? But did this bitch seriously curse an 11-year-old for not letting a stranger inside? Yeah, I mean... But, okay, here's the only thing that would keep that from being true, is that, um, so, Chip was, like, less than 10 years old. Yeah, Definitely. like, if you had to age Chip, how yeah. old would you think he like was... six. Five or six. Yeah. He would not be 10. No, he could not be 10 years old. Which you could say that maybe everything else was arrested in, in its growth... But the beast has to age to get to his twenty-first year. Yeah, and there's it's a portrait Disney of him as him. an adult. Yes, in which he scratches. But it's his adult but it's face. Adult face. So was Chip birthed from a teapot? Did he come out her nose? How did it happen? How the fuck did it happen? Right. She just pop it out the top. And then, okay, here's another thing that one of my friends brought up that gave me one of the most hilarious and terrifying instant visuals was where the, you remember when Chip goes back into the cupboard and there's just stacks of fucking kids in there, just stacks of cups and they're all like little people cups. <laughs> what happened to them when nobody let them out of that cupboard when everyone got changed into They just humans? burst out. Did right. they just multiply in size in a tiny cupboard what? and just smash each other to death? <laughs> like I imagine that Lumiere's like feather duster girlfriend like is cleaning up after the movie ends and she's getting everything looking tidy and she opens up that like cabinet and just in horror closes it, locks it, and no one ever speaks about it again. Right. <laughs> Ever. It's just like a cabinet full of dead children. (laughs) (coughs) And also, how many cups did she have? And and where's... Mr. Potts. How was she inseminated? (laughs) Where's Mr. Potts? Was it with tea? Yeah, or coffee. You don't need a Mr. Potts for (laughs) children. Well, I guess if you're just pouring your kids out your nose, then you definitely don't have to. But it's... 
How? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Answer it, Disney. Yeah, Disney. What happened to all the furniture that's broken? It's Did he kill people? (laughs) No, here, I have a perfect explanation for that. Just because all the servants were turned into house things doesn't mean that there there weren't things that, you know... Like they didn't get they didn't just live in a house things. with yeah. the furniture because the, the champagne bottles popping is kind of like a little gross. And I, like, right. is are they dead now? Yeah, <laughs> they just did. They just blew off their brains. And yeah, were they dancing around? Like, hey. Were the champagne bottles dancing around? Well, they popped at one point to make like streams of champagne. Because I'm wondering if they were just champagne bottles that yeah, were popped by, versus, yeah. like, by the by the corkscrew that's dancing. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so, I know that the forks and the spoons dance. Yeah. For sure. And I think the plates Don't swirl, believe me, ask the dishes. Yeah. You know? so I'm pretty sure <laughs> they're awake, too, just because yeah. we don't have eyes. Like, right. So where's the line? What's the... It seems, although, also, like, you've had a, you have a huge kitchen staff. Like, yeah, like, yeah. maybe too many. Where are the where's, rest of where's the Where's your people? parents? Exactly. Where's your parents? Did, I think the beast And if your parents aren't there... Then, like, to answer the door when you're 11. You wouldn't let an old lady in. Why, why would the child the serve? The why wouldn't one of these servants answer the door? Yeah, and why Where's would Where's Lumiere now, motherfucker? That witch why? is probably the most Who's out heinous the bitch right? ever. Yes. Like, She's like the one from The Witch who kills that baby. Yes, she did that, and then she cursed his whole serving staff. For no reason, she just, I guess, trapped them in time and made them dishes and stuff. Like, for no, they didn't do anything. She just wanted to teach him to be hospitable. Yeah, it's just, it's, but, but he's home alone also. Here's it's another true. thing. <laughs> and then he's hospitable with Belle, the girl that he stole. <laughs> that he stole. Technically, she traded herself, so I that's mean, on she her. she allowed herself to that's stay there. True, yeah, but. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> slavery is not... <laughs> Um, slavery comes in a lot of forms, you guys. Um, also, here's another thing. Maybe the last thing that I'll bring up, but I think that they are definitely... Like, everyone gives Belle shit for being like, I need better than this. This town sucks. Yeah. Look how stupid She's these the people are. One. However, they didn't know that there is a kingdom within walking distance, couple, maybe an hour, because it, from the time right. it takes them to get from Gaston's tavern to where, like, from where he's partying and, like, take us to the beast yeah. to the castle is the same night. Yeah. Maybe, it's like, within hours. Yeah, it just got dark. So how did they not know that there was a prince that lived there? And then they never saw anyone By himself. There again. Right. Was, was he there, were they his servants? Yeah. And they're just going to storm up on the castle and kill him? Right, like how come no one knew that they were there? Knew he was a beast. Knew no one was like, yeah, but don't go in the woods, y'all, because there's a beast in that castle over there. Like no <laughs> one said anything. Yeah, and no one's like, whatever happened to that seven year old that didn't have any parents? Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess last time Where's I saw the king him, he and was the like eleven. Um, so I, I did some Reddit research on this because Reddit can answer almost anything, and they already have. Right, and. Apparently, there was a big argument at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast, like when they're making it, about what the beginning should be. And originally, it was not the beginning that you see in the movie. Originally, he was a little boy. And he, um, the lady came, or the witch came, and Lumiere gave him a present for his birthday, and it was like a book. And he was really shitty about it and threw it or something. And she was like, I'm going to teach him a lesson. And she turned him into a beast as a little boy. But they thought that that would scare kids. And they thought that a 10-year-old beast would look ridiculous. (laughs) 
<laughs> Which it would. It, it would, would, though. It they would. said he would look like Eddie Munster. He'd be like a little Tasmanian devil. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, then, so they decided not to do it. <laughs> That's what I imagined. <laughs> some of those are those <laughs> valid be, reasons yeah. valid reasons so <laughs> they decided to change it which is why you get <laughs> which is why you see the grown-up prince with his uh slash through it yeah and then they forgot to change the lyric 10 years we've been rusty they just, just fucking forgot so that's why cuz they fucked up. That's how I feel about in Avatar. <laughs> about. I know, I know exactly what you're going to say right now. The Unobtainium. Unobtainium <laughs> is the laziest name for anything. That, like, they wrote the script. Like, we'll think of something really cool. To <laughs> they forgot to. So we'll just call it this in the meantime. Then we'll go back and we'll put in a cool name. Yeah. And then they just didn't. I feel like they did that for most of the script, though. Like, they were like, this is the basic format of the script, and they forgot to plug in (laughs) all of the adjectives. Yeah. (laughs) It was a Mad Lib script. Yeah, it it was the first, like, (laughs) Now they're flying on lizard bird things. Yeah, it's like, it's like, (laughs) the movie is beautiful, it is gorgeous. Oh, God, And I can't wait, I can't, (laughs) I can't wait to go to the theme park. However... From the first line of dialogue in that movie, I was like, this dialogue is shit. This is not going to be enjoyable. This is the first thing they say. I was nothing but a grunt. (laughs) 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 He's talking about his military experience. And he's walking, like, by the helicopters, and he goes, I was nothing but a grunt. And I was like, fuck this movie. I hate it. His accent's real hit or miss. It's so bad. And I love how Hollywood tried to make him happen so fucking hard. Did not happen. It did not happen. For good reasons, though. He's not good. He's just not good. He's bad. It's like you're embarrassed for him. Yes. Whenever you watch him, what was the, um, what was the, like, epic that he did. Was it uh, Clash, Clash of the, the Titans? Titans. Oh, oh, so so and then they did Revenge of the Titans. Yeah. Like, yeah. Clash it was the in Titans 3D. Was already not it was good. Just, no, Clash of the Titans was horrible. If you're not as good as a claymation, like, you don't need to make a sequel. Yeah, no, why did it get a sequel? He just like, looked so out of place everywhere. It was so bad. Just awkward and like, just he doesn't fully commit. Yeah. No, it's horrible. Yeah. Okay, just so. Saying things gruffly. Um... Do you guys want to wrap this up on the first episode of Ripped Recollections? Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you very much, J.K. Rolling Papers and Mary Jane Austen. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yes, we'll do it again. Yep.